Here's today's In Touch Devotion. Today's scripture reading begins in verse 1 of 2 Peter chapter 1. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith of the same kind as ours, by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. For His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness, through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. Through these He has granted to us His precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world on account of lust. Now, for this very reason, also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours, and are increasing, they do not make you useless nor unproductive in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For the one who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choice of you, for as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be abundantly supplied to you. Some people think of salvation as a single point in time. And it's true that the moment trust is placed in Jesus, a person permanently becomes a member of God's family. It's also true that limiting the definition to that single faith decision gives an incomplete picture. Salvation includes three parts. One, justification, the moment our sins are eternally forgiven and Christ's perfect righteousness is imputed to us. Two, sanctification. Not only are we declared righteous, we enter the process of becoming increasingly righteous in this life. And three, glorification. God grants us the position of being glorified, and He completes the process when we experience perfect sinlessness at the resurrection. It's a package deal. Those who are justified are being sanctified and will be thoroughly glorified. How can we claim we're saved if sanctification isn't happening in our lives? Now, the degree of godliness and fruitfulness varies with each individual. But as those of us who are believers cooperate with Him, God has promised to complete the good work He began in our life as we read in Philippians 1, verse 6. Jesus is our Master, because He purchased us from sin with His blood. And we see in Romans 10, verse 9, that when we confess and believe that God raised the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, we are saved. The question is whether we're submitting to His process of sanctification. Has your life changed since you first professed Christ? Are you diligently cooperating with the Holy Spirit so that your life is a reflection of Jesus' life. 